0: and I really look forward to seeing you there. That web address one last time, matalder.me AMA. Support for this podcast comes from MetaView, the platform that uses AI to automatically write your interview notes for you, powered by GPT-4. Recruiters and hiring managers at companies like Robinhood, Brex and Genentech describe MetaView as a game-changer for their efficiency and ability to have high-quality conversations with candidates. They can focus on the conversation rather than on taking notes. MetaView's interview summaries are purpose-built for recruiting, so they're 10 times more accurate and relevant than generic transcription tools. And they work seamlessly with your recruiting stack, video conferencing tools, and even mobile calls. So there's no need to change your existing workflows. You can see the magic for yourself for free on your first five interviews. Head over to metaview.ai slash recruiting future. That's metaview.ai slash recruiting future to get started. There's been more of scientific discovery. More of technical advancement and material progress in your lifetime and mine than in all the ages of history. Hi there, this is Matt Alder. Welcome to episode 520 of the Recruiting Future podcast. Storytelling is one of the things that makes humans human. In recruitment marketing and employer branding, stories persuade create empathy, and drive the emotional connections that make people take action. With the rise of automation and generative AI, human-based storytelling is likely to be a key differentiator between employers. So, do we understand how to tell effective stories? And are our strategies around storytelling sophisticated enough to deal with a future of more disruptive change? My guest this week is Lauren Sargent, co founder of Stories Incorporated, an expert in storytelling for recruitment marketing and employer branding. I caught up with Lauren at the recent Unleash America conference to hear her thoughts on the future of storytelling and listen to the great advice she has to share. So, hi, Lauren, and welcome to the podcast.
1: Thanks for having me. I'm really delighted to be here.
0: Uh, My absolute pleasure. Um, We're here at Unleash in Vegas how's the show been for you so far what what uh, interesting things have you have you have you seen or, or or done or or listened to uh
1: it's been great for me i really enjoyed yesterday There was a panel on pay transparency and um that's something small company i'm like you know 22 my company's like 22 people but i'm doing some recruiting right now and i used to be a recruiter in the past i have actually struggled with how do we you know, with with that topic and it was great to see large organizations and all the different ways they're thinking about it that was great and the fact that actually it's one company was saying one person at a company was saying it's not actually the external stuff that is the challenge it's the internal communication and what that means for transparency and discussions and people understanding what different bands are and where they are in that band and learning for the first time maybe what what band their managers in and those types of things that um, really impact engagement and the barrier to to even broaching the subject of pay transparency, so it's not even really about candidates as much as yeah. it is about internal employees. So I thought that was great. I had a yeah. great time there. Yeah,
0: there no, it's. Um, it's, so, it's so, I mean, it, it's always great these kind of shows because there's so many different topics that that, that kind of get covered. Um, I suppose to start with, we should ask you to introduce yourself and you know tell us what you do. What, do you, what does your company do?
1: Yes, uh, my name is Lauren Sargent. I'm a co-founder in a company called Stories Incorporated. This is our tenth year in business. Um, we do two things really well the first is that we uncover stories from employees our clients choose that really communicate the culture and the job and the team Um, and then the second thing we do is we create media from those stories optimized per candidate or employee facing channel so LinkedIn career sites uh, all hands uh, intranets those types of things
0: I I love the whole everything about storytelling it's always been a um, you know something that's kind of fascinated me do you think as an industry do you think as an industry, employers understand storytelling and the power of it and how important it is as much as they should do, or is, it, is, is no. it... No, and
1: I think, no, and I also think it's something that's very easy to say and has been said for years about how storytelling is so important, and I'm a storyteller, and, you know, all of this, but when you actually, like, dig down to what stories are you telling and what are the impact, it's pretty thin. So yeah. we still have a lot to go as an industry. I think people know the importance, but from a very surface and, wow, that sounds good, and a strategic in the you know in the cloud idea, but when it comes down to the tactical the breast tacks and the implementation of those things and actually changing perception or gaining engagement or you know uh, having candidates select in and out, th- those things are still pretty thin. We got a lot of yeah. long way to go still.
0: So talk us through the elements of a good story so you 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 obviously we can talk about you know how you find stories and and broadcast them and all that kind of stuff but let's just get back to the absolute basics like what makes a great story
1: yeah you know there's eight things that we kind of use to define a story and we don't have to go through all eight but i'll tell you the ones that i think are really important for culture communication keep it easy like these are again when you're storytelling under the with the lens i know that's been said a lot today (laughs) With the lens of communicating a culture or an employee experience, um, I think one thing that's very important is the balance of personal and professional stories. You absolutely have to have information about the person's work life, but how it impacts their personal life is really like a gold standard. On top of that, so I guess what's on top of gold? Uh, You know, like the the best ever is to also make sure that you have the company as a character. It is all about the employee and their experience, but you, are, when you're communicating culture, you do have to involve the company in yeah. like the decision they've made that has impacted the employee or the thing that the employee has gone through that the company has supported and had to change or figure out. Um, so those are kind of, to me, those are the best elements of a story that's meant f- to engage employees or carrots.
0: And it, it, I suppose it's that kind of, um, you know, it, it's that that sense of a journey, isn't it? It's yeah. kind of like this is what happened, this is what they overcame. Yeah. Uh, I love the idea of the, you know, the the, the, the company as a character in yeah. the in the story. That's uh, that's a really interesting, really interesting way of way of way of thinking it. And how. How do people go about finding yeah. stories? Because I think um, it, that, that seems to be maybe an issue for a lot of you know how do I how do I find these stories? You know, looking for something that's interesting or something that's going to sort of tick all of those all of those boxes.
1: Yes, I think um, we have a perspective here. There's there's no one way, but what I think the best way to, first of all, you know, find the storyteller. <laughs> and then also apply a method on top of it for interviewing um, that gets a great story every time. We I mean that's what we say. We get a great story every time from every person, no matter who it is. But it does start with the people that you're asking to share. Um, sometimes we do know that someone that something has happened, someone's raised their hand, I want to talk about this thing that I went through that the employee that the that the employer helped me through. But oftentimes it's more of like the company saying, okay, well, you want to, you know, talk about women leadership. And mentorship. So therefore, let's pick our best, most talented mentors that clearly have a track record of growing talent or the person who has been able to skyrocket their career because they've been so well mentored. So picking, you know, you don't have to necessarily know what the story is before, but having an idea of the types of people that you'll ask because of the types of ex- experience you think they have. On top of that, though, I think it must, must, must. But again, consider my perspective because of what we do. It has to be... A conversational interview. We yeah. everything's facilitated for us. We think a lot about psychological safety. You know, people sharing. In some cases, you know, sometimes I say that every third interview day is like somebody's crying. You know, yeah. you, th- there can be some emotional things. But do you really want to the, the employee storyteller, the person that you're trying to get to get great content from and stories from and get getting them to share? It's prepping them just enough so they're comfortable. Hey, we're going to talk about your experience here. Um, hey, we're probably only going to use 30 seconds, but please expound, you know? yeah. <laughs> um, and hey, don't feel, don't be concerned about how you look because it's professional and you want to see what you look like with great lighting. So it's just making sure people are really comfortable to share and then having, making sure that that interview process is facilitated and conversational.
0: Yeah. So yeah. it's
1: not like I'm going to ask you 10 questions. It's really listening and asking. And when you do it, when you interview for the video, sometimes it's like, that was great. I think it's really cool that XYZ happened. Can you tell it again? Yeah. You know, yeah, focusing yeah. it in or like expounding it up. So anyway, that's a long answer to your story. No, to your it's, question. A, it's a <laughs> great answer.
0: It's a, it's a, as I say, I find this whole thing absolutely fascinating. You were, you're,
1: yeah. Well, what you, look yeah. at what you did, right? Yeah,
0: <laughs> absolutely. And so I, I suppose in that, in that, that, that bit of safety there, does it help that you're kind of an independent yes. who's removed from the, from the employer. Do you think that um, that is... Well, obviously, you think that's a great way to do it because that's what your business does. But do you right. think that that's something the employer should be mindful of if they're trying to get people to tell stories, having that sort of... That, that kind of distance from the person?
1: I think it's an advantage, but it, it's not a necessity that it's an outside. It could be somebody that works at the company. I mean, of course, yes, that's, we're an outside party that comes in. I think what's... Um, most important to think about is just that if the audience is candidates if you do work together there's a shorthand and that's not helpful sometimes to candidates so it's nice to have a someone say what is that acronym or what does that mean or i don't know what happens on taco tuesdays maybe i do i don't know you know what i mean (laughs) but whatever it is it's like it's 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 nice to have that like oh i don't know what that is can you explain it i don't know what your job is can you explain it oh interesting so there's so you work on Saturdays? Oh, I didn't know. You know, those types of things. They're not helpful to candidates, you know, so that's one thing.
0: A quick message from our sponsor, Winolo. Hi, everyone. I want to tell you about Winolo. That's W-O-N-O-L-O. Winolo stands for Work Now Locally. Winolo enables businesses to find quality workers for on-demand, seasonal, short-term and long-term work. Ditch the bulky paperwork and interview process and use Winolo to find quality workers fast and get work done even faster. With flexible workers and no platform fees, you can save on operating costs, meet demand and maximise earnings with ease. Winolo is available in over 100 markets, including Chicago, Dallas, Atlanta, New York and Seattle. Get workers who are ready to work and spend less time finding them with Winolo. Go to www.winolo.com pod. That's wwww slash pod and take the stress out of finding workers. So you've got the, we, we've, we've talked about the, sto- we've talked about the, you know, the storytelling and the, 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 the things that make it stand out and how you get the stories and, and all those sort of things. Where do we tell these stories? How yeah. and, and how? I mean, yeah. how do you take that kind of content and make it work in you know, different channels for different audiences and all those things?
1: Yes. So it's just the, the hardest part is getting the great content. But once you have it, don't mess it up don't make it distracting and hard for people to consume it. So one is understanding the channels really well. Um, and sometimes there sometimes there's the classics of things you can Google, hey, what, what what kind of content performs best on LinkedIn? But a lot of it is testing and seeing what the engagement's like. The algorithms change all the time. So sometimes it's just, it's that. But you don't, and also using, not being afraid to use it many times yes you don't want to use the same story a zillion times and tire it out as if this is the only good thing that ever happened at your company but with space you can try a 30 second snippet video here you can try an audio clip of the same story in another format just to see what works Um, but i think what's most important is understanding the channels testing and then getting it right and relaunch if you have to it's no big deal
0: I think, that, I think that's interesting as well because I think that a, a lot of the time when you talk about storytelling people are imagining this is a long form video yeah. this is kind of um, you know something that requires deep engagement and all this kind of stuff but you know a photo can be a story yes and you, you know so it's kind of like what um, do you have obviously things are channel specific but are there formats that work for particular types of story better yes.
1: Well, I think um, it depends. We really do like short stories, but they have to be to the point. Then it can't be, you know. We we have this thought of like, just don't make it a testimonial. I like working here. That is not a story. It does not help. Yeah. Um, but I do think for some of the longer, longer form type contents, like for uh, the the most popular video that we sell because it is so versatile, is like 90 seconds or less. And a 90 second. Video a story, you can have one person that actually can get into it with you. That's still substantive, but it's fast. Or you could have a theme where you have two to three people sharing a story that aligns to that theme to make so that it shows that con- culture's pervasive. That I think is really powerful. It's like it's just not this one person's experience. Yeah. It's several people's experience. You know, that's tied to a value or a theme that that company is trying to convey about their culture.
0: And with with business storytelling, I suppose that very often people don't talk about things like um, empathy and emotional connections and stuff like that. But that, that's vital in any kind of storytelling, isn't it?
1: It is. And we we do get those types of stories. But I have to tell you, one of the, my favorite projects we've ever done that we just wrapped was a project for a gaming company that was doing rewards and recognition. And they wanted to do something different. So we came up together with this idea of filming a conversation between a manager and employee. And in the, in the questions, the, the discussion, we facilitate the discussion and we filmed it, but the questions were like, what do you like about being my manager? It got very emotional, yeah. and then at the end of the, the re, at the very end, the the team member was told that they won a culture award. But in that discussion, it's like the manager highlighting all the all things right. that they had done for appreciation. So I love that because it was a con- we were there, we were facilitating, but it was a conversation between two people ha- who had a good relationship, and that came that came through. You know, we did this. I want to say we made ten videos this way, ten different pairs yeah. for ten different um, ten different culture awards. And that was really powerful because it was like a, it showed the connection, which is hard to convey. It's hard to yeah. show. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: absolutely. Now I have to ask you this because you can't move in this place without someone talking to you about generative AI. Yeah. Um, in fact, <laughs> I was, I was, I was, um, I, I was running a panel on um, yeah, talent audits and workforce planning this morning, and the first I thing, was there, it was very. You were, and it the, was very the first good. thing someone said was generative AI, yeah. which I hadn't even <laughs> thought thought would come into the conversation. So. Um, it, it, as I say, it's the it's the, it's the big story at the moment. Yeah, it is. Um, and you know, one of the use cases that's been identified is things like writing job descriptions and recruitment marketing and all that sort of stuff. Where does that fit in with with storytelling and humans? What, what, what you know, what's yeah. the what's going to happen?
1: You know, maybe this maybe you ask me six months from now, I'll have a different answer. Although at the panel today, someone was saying, "Hey, this has existed for four years. This is not new. It's just more accessible than you know." Yeah,
0: which is true. Yeah, yeah. but.
1: But I would say that because our focus is on one person's experience, that isn't something that can be generated or replicated. Where where I would see it help us is, um, you know, when we write potentially, would be when we interview someone and get transcripts, or maybe helping with interview questions even like if we would submit like you know like questions we might ask. That said, our process is still we're not going to sit and ask the questions, but could help with the, some planning and just some things to ask. Um, but in terms of the content itself, because we're so focused on one person's experience, yeah it's so human. I, I don't know if that, if that, how, but again, ask me six months. Maybe I'll have a whole different, but right now I'm not seeing a huge, you know, something huge hap- impacting our work. The way we I mean,
0: w- what strikes me about it is if everyone starts using bar chat, GPP, whatever, you know, whatever, whatever it is for recruitment marketing, then, you know, I know these are large language models. I know you can get them to do different things, but, I suspect that lots of marketing will look yeah. very similar yeah. just because people will be asking very similar questions to, you know, to, to the model. So surely then human-based storytelling becomes a massive differentiator for, for, for employers who, who, who invest in that kind of approach.
1: Yes. Well, and someone asked me today, they, they, um, we didn't go into this, to the depth that we did, the depth right now. But they asked me, "Well, does do do candidates even care that that, that it's real employees? Because couldn't you just like put a, you know, a, a something that's AI generated in like the script and there it is there, and it's a fake thing? Yeah. I'm like, but it does matter. I mean, do candidates know? Maybe, but you would know. The candidate would know. The you, like the authenticity. You're all after. I know authentic, authenticity has been overused, but that would just fly in the face of everything that you're trying to." communicate about your brand if it's all fake you know like yeah and
0: I think that's interesting about authenticity as well because we we, you know we've been through a very long period where the authenticity is kind of thrown around like agile and other words and they all just become meaningless but I I think that (laughs) we're heading back to an era where authenticity has never been more important where, you know, everything can be, can be fake. And ultimately, you know, you want to persuade people to work for your work for your organization. And if you, if if you fake that and it's not authentic, then, then people won't stay. And what's the, what's the point?
1: Oh, nightmare. Right. I mean, yeah, it's not the expectation. You don't, you're you're not setting the right expectation, What the culture's like, and it's a retention disaster. Totally.
0: Yeah, absolutely question about the future to finish off with
1: how do you think
0: recruitment marketing is going to develop because to me recruitment marketing is still kind of a long way behind other other forms of marketing particularly you know not just with technology but also with things like storytelling and and, and that kind of stuff what what do you hope is going to happen over the next the next few years you know AI withstanding you know where would you like to see recruitment marketing going
1: well my answer is going to going to be strange because I'm going to start with something that isn't quite related to recruitment marketing. But one of the biggest frustrations that I've had for years and years and years is that we create this great content and it's got one purpose, one purpose only, because large organizations are so siloed. So like we'd create a great series for employer brand, internal comms doesn't see it, or engagement doesn't see it, or alumni doesn't see it. And I'd say that now we are seeing this evolution where people are developing kind of storytelling practices where it's very well disseminated. There's, we're selling a lot into cult, um, corporate communications because they have so many different audiences. And things have changed, especially during COVID, where people, employee stories are being used to communicate culture and what organizations do for people. And there's just so many different audiences who care about them now. Like, you know, companies being canceled because of the way they've treated an employee. And so, like, it's very important to show that you're <laughs> progressive and, like, and working on things and having employee stories. So I'd say that recruitment marketing just basically being more of a steward of the story to get that to other avenues, that we see that happening, which is wonderful for me. Like, I love that. Um, but also, I, you know, just as every, with every time a new channel pops up, it's a new way to think about how to tell a story on that channel that's most effective. You know, that's, so I'd say that that's always going to evolve. Um, and just the different pl- every time a different place where candidates go to find out find find information about a culture, that's a different way to tell stories and have to figure that out. So, and also, I mean, I think one thing that is kind of surprising is you know we just came up through COVID. I mean, I know I still talk about it all the time, but like you, know, we had this thought of like filming at home, which we did too. We filmed at home, yeah. but um, I'd say that even then, that would have been the time that relaxed video standards and would have been would have become more accepted and i think audiences are even more being discerning about quality substance and visual mm. so i'd say that i actually think it's going to be in the other direction of kind of where i am as opposed to you know more unpolished content right that's but that's my perspective we'll see
0: learn thank you very much for oh, thank to me.
1: you this is fun
0: my thanks to lauren you can subscribe to this podcast in apple podcasts on spotify or via your podcasting app of choice please also follow the show on instagram you can find us by searching for recruiting future you can search all the past episodes at dot on that site you can also subscribe to our monthly newsletter recruiting future feast and get the inside track about everything that's coming up on the show thanks very much for listening i'll be back next time and i hope you'll join me
1: this is my show